Marvel Maniacs. Welcome back to Marvel Maniac, an MCU after show. This is your host, Eric Cicada, a.k.a. Mr. Honest. And we are back for What If, episode four. Doctor Strange lost his heart instead of his hands. Going to be recording this one the same way we've done the last two episodes. I'm going to be doing this reaction-style episode. So, Marvel Maniac is currently a reaction-style show as of episode two of this season. I'm going to be watching the episode scene by scene and giving my reaction throughout the episode, and that's how we're going to kind of review the show. Um, and, and in terms of giving you a review of the show, it's pretty much the same in, in my review of listening to my podcast, uh, except for my genuine reaction. It's, I don't know. I think, I think it's a little more... It might be more fun of a listen. I like your feedback. Marvelmaniacpod at gmail.com. What do you think? Do you want a more overall review of the show? Or would you like a reactionary review? Uh, it's, it's interesting because we can kind of go down two different lanes here of podcasts. And I know I have quite a few listeners. Thank you for, thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. I appreciate your, your presence in this multiverse of madness that we are entering uh, here. There's a lot of craziness going on in the multiverse. We, we are still in the sacred timeline, folks. I am the Watcher, <laughs> Mr. Honest. Uh, I, I, I'm literally going into um, insanity because the Spider-Man trailer that happened last week, it's just gone viral, and it's, gone, it's driven everyone mad. <laughs> Theories are just out there. Theory videos of just... Starts are being thrown everywhere. Um, Dorman Osborne... Um, you know, memes everywhere. You can't, you know, you can't even imagine. Yes, you can because you're, you've been you've been a part of them. You're making them. You are a part of this cog cognitive wheel that is the Marvel meme machine. Um, as am I. You know, I just made a <laughs> I just made a Red Skull TikTok, and it's me as Red Skull crushing the Tesseract. It's not that. Can't actually physically break this because it's an awesome like cube thing. Just go watch it at Marvel Maniac Pod on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. So as I said, people are blowing up over this Doctor Strange trailer, and I'm did I say Doctor Strange trailer? Well, it is a Spider-Man trailer, but it, it, it's pretty much also a Doctor Strange trailer because it's going to be leading into Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. So people are saying a lot of things about Doctor Strange secretly being Mephisto and um, I would go to New Rockstars Everything Always, Screen Crush all these great YouTube theory videos um, I want to give credit to not that all of them are saying the exact same thing uh, it's just like a lot of my theory or whatever I'm going to be like rounding up here, it's kind of like my weekly roundup of kind of everything I've read or listened or seen or heard on the YouTubes um I can definitely say it's not all original theory or thought, but a lot of my original theory or thought will sprout off of what they've been saying. So I don't want to be called out and say, hey, Mr. Honest copied new rock stars. That's not original. And I'll be like, well, I kind of did say like I watched their videos, right? Uh, you know, that's just my general um, defense. Uh, <laughs> I like them a lot. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think they're really cool. Uh, anyway. One of my favorite moments in last week's episode was when we got to see Natasha hear of Clint's death. And it was very early in the series of technically phase one of Marvel, right? If we're technically looking on the MCU timeline. And it was actually like a hard moment. And like, I would put that in a top MCU moment. 
because we actually felt so bad. I felt so hardly for Nat. And like as as the weeks week went on, that episode kept getting um and digging deeper and deeper in my head. Um as I kept watching maybe some of these review episodes uh about Hank Pym's what he did what he what he did to the Avengers. Um what he did to Hulk. I just can't, you know, it's hard to process that he ripped them apart, shred to shred. It's I, like I said, what, what else, what else is Hank Pym capable of? Um, and it's crazy that he's still alive and just <laughs> going at the, um, quantum mania, um, Ant-Man and quantum mania, Ant-Man and Wasp is coming out. Um, feet and I mean, it's said that Jonathan majors, AKA King of the Conqueror is going to be in that. So, uh, we are going a little crazy. I'm going a little crazy. I did just say, let's get into the episode. And then I just went off on a rant about other stuff, but this is leading into what I wanted to say about Nat and Clint, uh, in the last episode, because what if, in my opinion, isn't just a show about other scenarios that have nothing to do with the current timeline and the current characters. I think what if is a telling of broadening the depth of the characters we already know and have and giving more weight and more knowledge and we can actually learn more about the current characters through what if. So we're going to learn a lot about Doctor Strange by what he doesn't do in the current timeline opposed to what he does here. This is very good. This is actually probably going to be like one of the most telling, um, interesting episodes of what if. So we get the watcher looking over in New York. I like when the lo- I like when the watcher's looking over things, like the shadow, omniscient, kind of omniant watcher staring over. It's kind of almost like it's just like he's not meant to be there because this universe isn't meant to be there because this is like an alternate universe variant universe and uh he says we have watched how one moment one choice can ripple across space and time giving birth to new stories heroes whole universes what if the best of intentions has very strange consequences and dr strange pulls up in his very nice car so i'm gonna have to look at this right now literally before i move on to the next scene um but i i he picks up a woman at a hotel and they're going to get creme brulee and her name's Christine. And I want to believe that Christine is Rachel McAdams character from Dr. Strange. Um, because the episode's called what if Dr. Strange loses his heart instead of his hands? Yeah. Christine is definitely Rachel McAdams character from Dr. Strange. And they just, in this universe, she just happens to, he is happy to take her on a date this night. And this is the night that he is speeding along that road. And that road looks very familiar. And what if does this great job of animating the scenes near perfect to near shot by shot of the movie. And I'm going to, I'm going to open up the movie. Okay. I was going to open up the movie to compare shots. We're going to have to have a moment here because I found the Nexus event that split this reality before, (laughs) before we we move on. I know that she's going to die because he loses his heart. She's going to die. I mean, it's inevitable. Okay. Like Thanos is, he's inevitable. She's going to die. Bada boom. Easy. The Nexus event may never be explained in this episode, but I found what it is. Um, dude, 
she 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 the creme brulee it's the creme brulee dude and i went back to dr strange to watch the opening scene and she wasn't going to go to this thing with him she so wasn't going to go to this thing with him no matter what and he didn't know what to say to get her to go he didn't know what to say to get her to go at all and like he laughed it off and like they walked it off like so easy like she wasn't gonna go at all and like when she got in the car with him in this she's like you promised me creme brulee that's what he did to get her to go and this is the nexus event that split this reality like if if the watcher had this moment like we would have had to see that like he dr strange would have had to smoothly say like creme brulee and he would have been like that was the moment that this reality became a nexus event so yeah the sequence of events is very hard to watch and it's almost as it is about as traumatic as the events of Stephen strange speeding on this cliff like him ignorant ignoramus like ah you're like stop stop I, I've I'm like stop stop speeding uh, but this this is harder to watch because it's endearing and ah you know the um they're just he, they're on their way to he's, he's on his way to accept an award and um there's a little more chemistry here because she's just telling him um this miraculous thing that he did and it does follow the movie because this is what he was inviting her to do in the movie at the beginning of the movie Doctor Strange so yeah the sequence of events is like they come up on a car and then they break and they like almost slam into a truck and they don't but then the car behind them slams them and then they roll down the cliff similar to in the movie and Doc- and Stephen Strange Doctor Strange <laughs> I don't know I act like you don't know who I'm talking about <laughs> When I say Stephen Strange, um, he's fine, but uh, yeah, uh, Christine is dead, and yeah, he's at his funeral. And then the watcher reiterates his title, Doctor Strange didn't lose his hands, he lost his heart in this universe. And the way he says this is very like damning, and um, yeah, he's looking down very sad. So I think, yeah, I'm leaning towards a resurrection here, though so we jump into things really fast. He goes across the world. He gets right into the dojo with the ancient one. And I call it a dojo, but it's literally the sanctum. He's in the Doctor Strange sanctum already and becomes the Sorcerer Supreme very fast. Like within like the first five minutes, we see him training in Kamertage, which is him forming the circles rings we see in endgame all the rings that powerful sing, uh, scene um, da, 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 I'm not gonna do it. Okay, I'm not gonna do it. It's so powerful, best best scene in cinema ever, maybe. Um, <laughs> and yeah, and then he he's looking at the Eye of Agamotto, Cradle of Temporal Singularity, discovered by Cagla. Caglistrio, I don't know if that's going to ever mean anything. Manipulation and alteration of timelines. I think this may be even already said in the MC, but this is where he says time travel. And this is, you know, he's he's already looking at a time travel. Interesting. The Ancient One says, we protect reality, we don't threaten it. It shows the Ancient One passing and Stephen Strange standing tall. And 
He's uh, the the watcher is telling us the man of science became the sorcerer supreme, and we see him facing off at Dormammu. Animated, all animated too. Dormammu, I've come to bargain. Yet despite all he'd gained, Stephen Strange could not let go of his past. And he just keeps hearing flashbacks of Christine and seeing Christine even. Like, we, he's hearing, she's wearing a t-shirt and... Yeah, he misses her, of course. This is the complete break. And it's different than missing your hands, missing someone you love. Um, you can get over and adapt to losing something like that. I mean, I don't know how I'm missing. I don't know much about that. Magic, if you have magic and they can cure your hands... You, and you don't have magic that can cure uh, the one you love. Um, I'm sure you're going to conjure some dark forces. Wong and Strange are talking in the main room with the big window. I should know what the name of this room is, but I don't. It's just the really iconic-looking room in Doctor Strange. The epic-looking room, but it's raining outside. And it's the two-year anniversary of when Christine passed. And Wong is the best friend in the world in all realities. Every reality, Wong, MVP, BFF. I want Wong as my friend. Um, but that's in no realities. Sad face. <laughs> um, anyway, can I get a Wong t-shirt, anyone? Make some Wong t-shirts. Right, I'm, uh, I'm going to stop making jokes. Let's keep going because I, I, I'm scared to move on because I don't, I, don't I don't know what Dr. Strange is about to do. Um, but yeah, what, what, what happens is Wong advises Doctor Strange to join him because he, he doesn't want him to do anything reckless uh, because he's holding the Eye of Agamotto in his hand. And, um, well, he leaves, and what does Doctor Strange do? He transports himself instantly back in time to the beginning he to, like, to the beginning of the episode where he picks up Christine. And who knew the Eye of Agamotto can bring you back to instant moments in time? If you look deep enough into the like books and researched it enough, Doctor Strange, I mean, knew how to use that thing. Like it, boom, brought him there. Where's the TVA, man? Where the heck is the TVA? You know what? Actually, this is canon after Loki. So, actually, the multiverse is in madness already. This is just out of control already. Madness. This is one of those branches happening right now. Totally. Oh, I got chills. <laughs> anyway, this is what happens. It, it kind of is already getting me instantly upset. Instantly upset. And I gotta, I gotta say this. He goes to get her, and they go right to the road again, where they got killed. Where she got killed before, and then they get killed again. Like she gets killed again. Wouldn't you be like, go upstairs? Nah, I don't want to do it anymore. Go upstairs. I'm going to go home. We'll see you tomorrow. No, I don't feel good. I don't feel good. Like, and then, but anyway, maybe like there's something holding you to like the eye and it's like, you must continue the night the way it was planned. Like deep in like the eye of Agamotto, like it like draws you to like a confine of like, of like, you must continue the night a lot online to like, but like, we must learn. I don't know. It, it's a little weird that he would he wouldn't be he would just go down that same road where he died where she died before. Why? Um, that's my main question. That seems ridiculous, and that kind of makes me mad as a viewer. Um, yet he has to. After that happens, um, he instantly transports himself back to that moment again. 
and I really thought that for a moment that he was gonna have to like relive himself to become like Doctor Strange again in training but no he he found himself in front of the building uh, with her uh, again okay immediately 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 getting um, some really messed up stuff happening <laughs> there the multiverse actually like answered me directly here and I feel kind of slapped in the face slash freaked out because this is what Marvel does to you they throw you a scene that's like this is generic and we're gonna make you think we're doing a generic thing this Doctor Strange is gonna go do the first thing you expect him to do the thing that he did first and yo the next few scenes he does exactly exactly what I didn't want him to do this is my reaction style episode folks if you didn't like this style of episode I can watch the whole episode then come back to you with my reaction after that whole episode marvelmaniacpod at gmail.com review the episode on your where are you listening to it it'd be great if you reviewed the show please leave positive reviews we're only just growing uh, so like live a little positive or just you know just walk on out, you know, exit that way because we we don't mean any harm. Um, me isn't me. I'm just one guy trying to get started here. So, uh, yeah, leave a leave a review. It'd be really nice, and uh, that would go a long way. Uh, MarvelManiacPodGmail.com, and we're on all your social medias at MarvelManiacPod, TikTok, Twitter. Instagram. Okay, that's my advert. So he does keep taking different ways, different routes, um, suggesting different things. Just like I suggested, maybe we'll go upstairs, have creme brulee upstairs. She says, no, this is a big award. Um, they keep getting hit by vans, uh, by trucks on different angles. She keeps dying no matter what in every scenario, and he keeps going back. This is Final Destination. If you've ever seen that movie series, um, it's very 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 traumatic and he keeps reliving and keeps minute after minute going in and out of her death over and over and over again just deciding to experience it over and over again it's almost as if the stone has a password protection on it and it's almost as if like it's having him simulate all this i i feel like this isn't even happening and he's just putting himself through this like it's like when you're when you get locked out of your email and like it's just go like putting his brain through like this traumatic situation. I don't know. Like it's it's really messed up and all it's doing is making him such uh it's just gonna make him such a darker darker Doctor Strange. They go they go to a pizza place and um she gets shot, I am assuming. Like they don't show that, but I'm guessing he tries that a few times. I don't know. It's like messed up because the universe is really throwing it back in his face, either or from from to his perspective that he, he cannot have her no matter what, no matter what. This is a really traumatic scene, um, because Doctor Strange goes and goes and goes until he can't even take it anymore. Literally, uh, she asks him if he's okay and if then if he wants to talk, and he's just he he just like literally out loud just says, "I want, I really only want you," because. It sounds so cheesy in a way, but like he's living out ten million realities in which he she's dying in front of him. He remembers Christine's face, her smiling, and he screams. He just lets it all out. That's that's just the best thing to do, best thing to do. Should have done that to begin with. But then the ancient one appears, like an like an angel, and she asks him, "Are you having car trouble?" It made me laugh. It really did. <laughs> and a very lighthearted moment, and she's always great to see. Um, that, that literally has to be 
Um, the same actress, I believe, Tilda Swinton. If, if I'm completely wrong on that, uh, you know, hold me up. But really, uh, fantastic to see her. Oh, now, while it, it may be good to see the Ancient One, she lays it down. And she gives us the info. And she lets us know what's happening with Christine Palmer. And everything we just saw was real. It, it happened. So I figured the Ancient One was coming to him in like a Force Ghost figure. Um, because I, I had totally convinced myself in the last few minutes that this was like a reality in this stone. But no, this is time travel. Absolute time travel. Absolute time travel with a stone. And he is in this reality back with the Ancient One. And she's telling him, this is where it starts for you. With the death of Dr. Christine Palmer, so overwhelmed by loss, you will seek answers in the mystic arts with me. So he asks her to help bring her back. And she says, no, I, I can't. Nobody can. And then she refers to her death as an absolute point in time. And Doctor Strange asks what that is, and you, I'm wondering what that is. And she explains it. It makes a lot of sense. She says it's unchangeable, unmovable. Without her death, you would never have defeated Dormammu and become the Sorcerer Supreme and the Guardian of the Eye of Agamotto. If you erase your death, you never start your journey. He tells her he's creating a paradox in which she replies, You're risking the universe. You cannot reverse an absolute point. What would the Ancient One have to say about Doctor Strange's shenanigans in No Way Home? Would, can, can you... I mean, he's moving forward in time and just bringing all the multiverse craziness. It's like, it reminds me, Wong saying, like doing this, like walking away and saying, don't mess with this, reminds me so much of that moment in the trailer of No Way Home, saying, don't do the spell. He says, I'm going to be in the kitchen. Don't do anything reckless. Like... They mirror each other. So, like, I'm already seeing mirrored moments of recklessness in the, in the character. So, this Mephisto thing, I'm going to start to bust that door down already, mister. She tells him that the greatest sorcerers have not been able to erase absolute points. So, this has been attempted before. This has been attempted before, the, like, in all these books. And then Dr. Strange replies... There have been libraries destroyed and all this stuff. And so Dr. Strange is very mad and he's going to go. He's gonna, I think he can travel through a lot of time. Um, the ancient one says that Christine is gone and the, that he can't save her. And that this path only leads to darkness and the end of this reality. They both pull out spells and she says, please don't do this or I'll be forced to stop you. And she pulls out awesome spells. And then he holds out the menacing Eye of Agamotto like time travel he's like he has a very menacing um hand on it now he's used it a lot for time travel at this point she casts a big stream of magic on his chest just as he time travels back to i don't know whenever there's a man in a, a hat watching him he has a spear so i don't know if this is early in the past and uh dr strange asked him to bring him to or he just told him he's looking for the lost library of Cagliosco. Strange goes on a journey uh, through this vast, vast field up to this giant, beautiful structure. It looks almost like Aztec, Aztecian, Aztec. And um, there's no door, so Strange has to like portal, portal up there. And um, 
he's asking, he's saying hello, and they went home, and you know, obviously nobody's just saying, hey, hey, Doctor Strange, and a glowing rune appears on the floor tile. It glows and then turns into like a bunch of different glowing floor tiles. He falls through it and then uh, lands on the floor in front of an, another man, but he is more wizardy like. And <laughs> Doctor Strange tells him he's looking for Cagliostro, who apparently knows how to break the absolute point in time. And this guy's like, you can find him maybe here, maybe there, maybe nowhere. And I think what he means by this is like he's in the books because he's a librarian of the books of Cagliostro, like the library. Um, and this is where he is. So Doctor Strange goes inside and it's this vast library. And he's like, how long are you going to be there? And uh, Doctor Strange says, as long as it takes. And he uses his magic to conjure all the books off the walls. And this place is huge. There's a cherry blossom tree in the center, which is delightful. Transmutation, telekinesis, teleportation time manipulation he finds the book he reads the power required to break an absolute time it's immense and nigh impossible to obtain so he has to gain the power through the absorption of other beings he has glowing runes set up on the ground and he uses them and one of the books to conjure that beast we see in the first episode of Captain Carter, that giant tentacle beast that Red Skull used. It's like the Hydra beast, but not really. It's just this giant tentacle thing. And uh, Doctor Strange literally asks that he introduces himself to it. <laughs> and he's like, I'm Doctor Stephen Strange and uh, I want to ask if I can borrow a tentacle or two. And he wraps his, it wraps its legs around him. So many tentacles, just so many tentacles. The monster just like wipes Doctor Strange out and knocks him out and he wakes up to Obang, the guardian of the book, standing next to him. And he gives him some pretty wise advice. There's a fine line between devotion and delusion. Love can break more than your heart, it can shatter your mind. And Doctor Strange asks him what book he learned that from and he's like, No book. Uh life taught me. And Doctor Strange is a very like breaking bad like life mentality here and he just like goes against the grain and he just keeps leaning into the dark side and he grows his goatee and he starts learning dark magic and keeps going into it. It's sick kinda sick to watch. Uh so he's like, if we can't ask them for it, we'll take it from them. And he starts taking magic from like this creepy little garden gnome, which I'm okay with because garden gnomes are freaky. The way Doctor Strange gathers the power uh, isn't very humble or pleasant. He, it's kind of, it's not adorable either. <laughs> he just lets giant light out of his eyes and mouth. He just like sprays it and like pretty much, yeah, like a tractor beam, like a tractor beam. He just like brings the gnome into his body and like consumes him um, into him like pure raw energy. It's disgustingly awesome. His eyes glow a little bit after he does it, and then he smirks, and he's like, all right, what's next? And then he draws out this giant caped cockroach, and disgusting, disgusting, disgusting. You know, as an audience member, I feel like they're doing a great job to please, I don't like this thing. You know, he thought of Strange doing bad things, but I don't like this animal thing. This is a gross thing. I don't want the, th- I wouldn't want the cape that the cockroach is wearing, but he's like, I like nice cape i'll take it he needed a cape anyway so it is a dark dark it's very dark doctor then he summons this giant black it's the cape then he summons this giant black and blue bird and this thing is enormous and he consumes 
all of it. It's just there's a moment, just a moment where you think he's going to regret this. But no, he moves right right on from it. And then he says more from the book, like he's talking to the book. And then a dragon comes out and Strange absorbs that. And then he becomes like the devil for a moment. Gross. And then a two-headed creature with curled horns eats that too. He pretty much eats everything until the Watcher shows up in the background. He's like, he's on the wrong path. I could intervene. And the most peculiar thing happens. Doctor Strange hears him. Doctor Strange hears the Watcher. But the fate of his universe is not worth risking the safety of all others. It's kind of crazy. So he has like vast knowledge of the Watcher. It's interesting. And then is this happening in a real time as the realities are branching out right after Loki, this reality? This is just a re- This is so... So much is happening here. No, he keeps going. The Watcher does not intervene. He goes day and night just consuming creatures. It is insane. I mean, the amount of power he must be consuming. It, it's unbelievable. I'm assuming he's going to snap... I really feel like he's going to go back to reality and just, like, get the... I mean, what is he going to do? I, this is just... I, every, I, every time I do a what is he going to do, I really try and cut that out, but I'm going to keep that one. This is the moment which he summons the tentacled monster again, and he feels he is ready to now consume it. Well, he's, he doesn't consume the whole thing, but he, he gets a bunch of his tentacles, and it doesn't look good for him, but he gets them. And then he goes back to Obeying, who is now an old man. And he wants to cure Obeying of his oldness, and Obeying just says, No, you, you can't do this to me. We have a plan for death. You freeze yourself in time for centuries. And that's what he did. He consumed monsters for centuries. Oh my gosh. He tells Obeying that he can't accept that death is part of the plan, and Obeying says maybe the other Doctor Strange will ex- accept that, and he finds out that he's not the only Doctor Strange. The Watcher says it's true, he wasn't alone, and we see the moment in which Strange initially would have went back in time, but didn't, and uh, goes with Wong instead of going back in time. He becomes the regular Doctor Strange and walks out the door the next day to a completely normal no, oh my god, everything is completely ruined. Everything is completely ruined. Everything's being drawn from into goo, black goo, and 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 I don't know what this is. Completely what I imagine, like me not knowing what I'm doing when I'm like deleting stuff on my computer, and I don't know why, like what I did when I ruined everything. The, the, the Dark Doctor Strange ruined everything, dude. And oh my gosh, yeah, real Doctor Strange. Dude, I don't know what he's going to do to fight this guy. And I think, honestly, Dark Doctor Strange doesn't mean for this, but I think he'll still do anything to get Christine back. I really do. He says what was in that whiskey until the Ancient One appears to him as a Force Ghost type thing. A psychic impression sent through a splinter in reality. is technically what it is. When Doctor Strange asks who's causing this, she says, you, obviously, and we know this. And, I mean, without too much explanation, she says, and, I mean, this is this can be confusing, but it's te- technically this is what happened. When she shot that bolt of energy at him in that fight they had at the stone, that's when she split realities. So, you know, he kept resetting the realities. That split the reality to the moment he never picked, he never went back in time on the stone that was the point that was a new point um that kind of like split off his soul in a way so that's when she split reality into two different realities and it's very dangerous and apparently 
when Doctor Strange asks if he has an evil twin, she says more like misguided. So he he really is misguided. It really sucks. It's a very tragic character. I, I love it. It's an anti-hero. If Doctor Strange succeeds in destroying an absolute point in our universe, and she says, you mean Christine, and she says, you can't save her, and she says, the resulting temporal paradox will destroy this universe, and she says, our time is running out. You know what? Damn, this seems very manipulative, and it almost seems like she's maybe this is all fake and like she did split the universes but like maybe this is all just bs to get him to go fight the other doctor strange and stop him something tells me that this doctor strange wants that christine back too and they'll come together and merge and become even more powerful i don't know i don't know why yeah she says the only one that could defeat doctor strange is you doctor strange he catches up uh, uh this doctor strange catches wong up on the situation and um wong affirms that he wants to stop him because he says weren't you in love with this Christine and Strange says at least he has to to save Wong so Wong gives him a protection spell the Guardian Vishanti it's a heavy duty protection spell like I imagine like a bottle of soap Guardian Vishanti heavy duty protection <laughs> Wong asks how are you how are you going to find him and then that minute the floor opens up below him he's found me and he gets he's OP man Doctor Strange, Dark Doctor Strange, so OP, and he's like in this dark cave, and uh, there's these beast sounds around. It's you almost think it's a beast while he's approaching him. The regular Doctor Strange asks, "Where is he?" And then the Dark Doctor Strange asks, "When are you?" He says, "Do not be frightened, old friend." He tells him not to be frightened, even though I'm frightened because he's changed even a lot since the last time we saw him. I want to say he's been there training for even maybe another hundred thousand years i don't know he could be he's his voice has changed his demeanor has changed um this is the darkest version of him we've seen and you can see in comparison to both dr strangers the they're very different and it's a contrast it's a lesson in life <laughs> of choices of roads uh <laughs> um each each of these episodes is that in a way it's a good it's a good lesson like a lesson in life of choices you can make or uh decisions or um critical like how one thing can affect another and um the watcher explains that a lot dark doctor strange says we are one in the same and Regular Doctor Strange says, what happened to you? Dark Strange says, I needed you alone. Uh, no need for Wong or the Ancient One. They they never would understand. They never knew her. He says, we knew her. We loved her. He's like so demented. He's just demented. It's He's older. He's, he's much older. Like thousands of years old. <laughs> I think, I don't know how long he spent consuming beasts from the damned. Doctor Strange can only win this battle in the mind. I'm really hoping that the regular present-day Doctor Strange can at least help the dark Doctor Strange come to peace with the loss, and they can come together, and the power can remain intact, the dark power, and they can bring the universe intact. Doctor Strange says, you can't bring her back, the world out there is breaking, and this really gets dark Doctor Strange angry, and he says, don't you dare lie to me, I am you. And he unleashes these giant flames and beasts like exiting out of his body um he just kind of like unleashes everything all at once for a second he says how many nights do we sit in the sanctum sanctorum it's a sanctum sanctorum i knew it i knew it i knew that 
earlier, I totally lied. I knew what that was. <laughs> Knowing we could go back, but never, uh, but gathering the courage, he said, I went back. He's the one who went back. I spent centuries, sacrificed everything for Christine. So yeah, centuries. And now can you save her the way this present regular Doctor Strange says that? The delivery. Benedict Cumberbatch. Beautiful delivery. Great performance here. Basically, Doctor Strange, Doctor Strange, Doctor Strange, Doctor Strange short film here. But it is replied with no, Stephen, we can. And Dark Doctor Strange reaches to the barrier, grabs regular Doctor Strange, and they time travel to the moment of the crash. He tells Stephen that our powers are diluted, so, but once they become whole again, we can save her. And Stephen says, no, you're lying. And Stephen says, no, I'll show you. Regular Doctor Strange warns that the Ancient One warned us, if we, if we bring back Christine, we destroy the world. And he says, this isn't love. This is arrogance. This is our need to fix everything. What drove us to study the mystic arts in the first place. The battle is getting heated here, and they're getting angry at each other, and the Dark Doctor Strange says, I'll be whole again. And, <laughs> I mean, he's just like a very angry, evil man, and um, he tries to consume him. And this is where we get to see regular Doctor Strange prove the good, just denounces evil against all odds. Um, at this point, he just gets shot in the face uh, by this evil face beam absorption tool that Dr. 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 Strange learned um, in the beginning. And then I'm going to try and like narrate this kind of like a fight um, the best I can. Dark Dr. Strange says, I'll be whole again. And regular Dr. Strange says, no, your marbles are long gone. The world, however, still stands a chance. And then he tries to absorb him. And then the um, attack comes in. It's blocked by the rune protection that Wong put on his face. Uh, th so, like, that's already coming into play. Fantastic. Dark Doctor Strange starts throwing red beams at um, regular Strange's basic shields that we uh, come to learn. And there's no turning back now for this Dark Doctor Strange. He, his hands become tentacles and he slams regular Doctor Strange into a wall. It's just like this insane fight scene. Regular Doctor Strange actually gets a hold on him and get, and puts a whip around Dark Doctor Strange, but like he gets out of it right away. He puts worm-like creatures through the ground at regular Doctor Strange. Dark Doctor Strange is terrifying. He's literally maybe like the devil. His cape gets into it with the other cape, and things start looking pretty good. Like, the cape gets wrapped around Dark Doctor Strange's hands, and then he rips it off and breaks it. He just breaks the cape that we all known to come in love through all these years and he just chooses the the, the the giant insects cape yeah I don't know about I liking this Doctor Strange as much he's he's pretty much a giant jerk but um yeah that's alright by the way I love seeing Strange using the portals um but like but like all the dark magic Dark Strange is using is just like levels above regular Doctor Strange it's almost like watching like somebody who's played like a video game like uh, like a hundred levels xp plus I, I feel like i make this comparison a lot um in this show i feel like this 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 what if show is setting up what the marvel universe greater marvel universe is capable of and they want you to know that as an audience so for all the greater phases to come they want us to be ready for like more power more responsibility <laughs> So, yeah, he gets... Yeah, so he gets the other Doctor Strange. They combine into each other, and the world basically 
ends and he gets what he wants but he becomes a dark disgusting monster like at the beginning of all this and he's like it's me Christine and Christine wakes up from it and then he revives her and it's like so twisted and dark and the universe starts collapsing upon them and uh, Christine's obviously freaked out because um, I don't know this isn't supposed to happen she's supposed to be dead she's like this can't be real it's a nightmare um, it's like no I saved you uh, no and you know what? Um, he tries to like shoot out all his magic at all the reality, and the reality's collapsing in on itself, just as it should. Just like he was warned, you can't do this. And um, then he calls out, "You can save me! You can save me!" And he knows that the Watcher was watching him, and he calls out to the Watcher, the Watcher. Um, just like you know what, this series is going to connect. All these episodes are going to connect. That's the best part about this show. The, all the episodes are going to connect. We're going to meet Captain Carter again. We're going to meet T'Challa Star-Lord again. I really hope and really think there's going to be a big team-up of the multiverse because of what we're seeing right now. He begs the Watcher, don't make Christine pay. Don't make this universe, don't make this universe pay. And the Watcher says, I can't interfere uh, with the flow of time. And, the mul- and you know, you, sh- you should know that better than anyone. And, um... He leaves. He leaves them there to die. And Christi- the way Christine like looks back up at them, look up, up up at him, like the reality breaking of all this. Like Christine sees, like <laughs> he fucked, like he fucked up. Like she can see, like why did you do? Why did you do this? And she asks him what he does. What did he do? And like this purple, like prismatic orb forms around him, and he starts crying. He's like no, I'm sorry. I didn't mean for this. And he starts crying and. Yeah, I mean that that's like that's the saddest ending to any episode, but like it's I mean he was warned so many times. He's gotta like sit alone and through infinity alone. Because probably he's so powerful. He has the power of the universe within him. He's consumed so much of the universe. It's kind of man, that's so messed up. One life, one choice, one moment can destroy the entire universe. You know, I just I this episode is a lot to process and I gotta say it was very good um you can't argue that this episode was creatively insane you this this brings so much to the table um I loved it I loved this episode I can't say I love Dark Doctor Strange I kind of do, though. In a way, I do. I love the tragedy of it all. It's not... He's not perfect. He's a very tragic character. Um, It makes me appreciate the regular Doctor Strange a lot, too. Uh, He's very arrogant and has a lot to learn. And I think he's got a lot of mistakes he can make still. I think he still has a lot to lose, unfortunately. And that's what scares me. Um... That's scary. Like, what does he like again? Like, um, like last week, we saw, we got to see Hank Pym lose his daughter. We didn't. We, that's that hasn't happened. Um, that's scary. Uh, we, we haven't seen really Doctor Strange lose. Um, you know, lost his lose his heart. So <laughs> there's a lot of like I said. Just at the beginning of this episode, I, I really, I figured there would be a lot of parallels we could look into in terms of character and 
like we're we're, we're going to be able to like probably use this episode going into like Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness coming up next year and this December in Spider-Man No Way Home there's a lot of Doctor Strange stuff coming up this episode was a treasure chest of information into this into the head of this guy um Doctor Strange madness I love it Benedict Cumberbatch freaking amazing I don't know yet if this was Rachel McAdams in this episode I wonder I don't know if I can find out yet that that was Rachel McAdams that was Rachel freaking McAdams yeah (laughs) quote me on that (laughs) freaking love it dude that was a great episode man this show is so good dude I'm anyone bored here Marvel Maniac is happy to be covering this show um, as it goes freaking viral over the next few years. Um, I hope you consider this your after show, after show, your after, after show. Come back and watch it and listen to it nostalgically as it becomes your favorite show forever. Um, <laughs> thanks for listening. I appreciate it. My favorite part about this show is not knowing what's happening next week. We have a, a treasure, tre- like I said, a giant list of possibilities of what could happen the Peter Quill thing that they left off at the end um, where his father ego comes and sweeps him up from the Denny's where he's working at. We have Marvel zombies. We have something with Ultron. We have something with Gamora. There's a lot of stuff that could happen. I don't like to look too far ahead. I kind of just like to get ready and know that there's something amazing coming. And all I know is uh, about this episode is I mean, I'd like to maybe like sum this one up and think what I what I learned is what we really learned a lot about the Watcher and that he is a character. He is not just a narrator. He's not just a host. He's not just some side. This isn't just a one by one episode episodic thing. And this isn't just, he isn't just like, I'm the watcher, and this is, this is one by one episode, and they broke the fourth wall. The character in the episode talked to the guy narrating, okay? Interdimensional stuff. This is, this is pretty revelating. This, this show has layers and layers and layers and layers and layers. And yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if we see some of these characters break through the multiverse. We're, we're setting up a multiverse. They're setting up so much. Um, they're getting us ready for. They're preparing us for what's to come in the movies and the show uh, and the shows. This is like I'm almost like a multiverse 101. Get ready. You're about to strap in. Strap in for some crazy shit. Because, pardon my French. You're about to watch some crazy movies. We don't got much time on our hands in life. We want to make some really awesome, really crazy movies for you. Because you've made, we've made us millions of dollars in the box office. Avengers Endgame, ching, biggest movie ever, right? Let's be real. They want to uh, the, give the create. They're gonna make us the movies we want. We're gonna watch them. They're gonna keep making them. I, I, and and the thing, and I only know that because this episode was fan service. The last episode was too. And every single one of these Marvel properties are lighting on fire and just giving me chills every time I watch them. Uh, Marvel Maniacs, thank you for being here. I want to know uh, if you are liking the shows, if you are... What are your thoughts? Rate the show. It will mean the world. Positive thoughts. Constructive reviews only, please. 
donations never expected but always accepted at paypal.me slash marvelmaniacpod or at marvelmaniacpod on paypal like i said never expected but happily accepted <laughs> thank you for being here today oh don't forget tiktok twitter and instagram at marvelmaniacpod literally come at us we want to talk to you we want to know what you thought of the episode we will be back next week for you we i can't wait uh to cover shang chi it releases on september 3rd so this weekend and uh, I, I do have a busy weekend so i will be watching it i will be getting it on disney plus to watch and i will be putting out my review promptly as possible but i want to give my best review possible because i wasn't happy with my black widow review and anyone who goes back to listen to my black widow review uh no i would like to revisit the film and talk about it again it wasn't my it wasn't my best or favorite um review that i've done on the show but i don't mean to be too critical of myself but hey it is my name i am eric cicada aka mr honest thank you for being here today and avengers disassemble